my simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hey everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Grown Up Stuff. Grown Up Stuff. Welcome in to Crook and Chase Nashville Chats with Thomas Rhett. My gosh, Charlie. One of the most impressive talents in country music right now. Mm-hmm. We have known him his entire life. Literally. Since he was in diapers. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. so cute. Well, at this time, uh, Thomas Rhett is only 32 years old. Well, actually, he'll turn 33 March 30th, I believe. Mm-hmm. But think about this. In one decade in the music business, Thomas Rhett has had 20 number one hits, right. earned male vocalist and entertainer of the year trophies, even written a slew of hit songs for other artists. Strong. But then the other side of that coin, think about all that's happened in his personal life <laughs> yeah, in one decade. Right. Yeah, I know. He got married to his elementary school sweetheart, Lauren, lovely lady. They adopted a baby girl. And then suddenly they had three more back to back. <laughs> so it's no wonder he named one of his hit albums Life Changes because, boy, they were there. Yeah, exactly. Woo. Well, we are here to tell you, actually Thomas himself is here to tell you, that he is planning more life changes as he enters the second decade of his career in family life in 2023. And in all of it, he told us he is letting Jesus take the wheel. Good morning, y'all. Or afternoon. Good <laughs> Okay, now that we're on the same page. I was going to yeah. say, what, what country are you in, Thomas? <laughs> hey, I'm in, the, I'm in the country of exhausted. I don't know if y'all are, but... Uh... Man, I know why, too. Because right now, you are about three or four artists in one. Here you are with your 20th hit, Half of Me, with Riley Green doing great. The epic duet with Katy Perry, where we started. And now, this amazing Christmas EP... Yeah, there's there's a lot there's a lot of a lot of things that have happened since May. That is that is for sure. <laughs> for so, sure. Do you feel like you are in the most creative and busy part of your career ever? I do. I do and and I think, you know, over the course of November, December, January, I'm I'm looking forward to kind of taking a step back and like really trying to hone in on one thing at a time. I, I think this year I tried to do a lot of things at the same time yeah. <laughs> and i'm looking forward to kind of compartmentalizing my life a little bit better than i did this year so i'm mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to a break but i'm also looking forward just just to kind of like get with my team and like really decide like what what are we going to do you know moving forward music wise so i'm excited to get back in the studio uh excited for our tour next year um just a lot of things to be thankful for and just feeling extra blessed going in this holiday season you're enjoying a successful 10-year run a bunch of number ones 
20 not too far away. Yeah. When you, TR, when you first decided to give this music thing a go, what were you thinking would be the goal? Like one hit. <laughs> like I was like, <laughs> I was like, if I could have one hit song on the radio, I, I will, I can say that I have done that and I'll go do something else. Um, but I think the Lord had different plans and, uh, I, I just, I don't know. I believe I'm here for a reason. I, I think I'm here for a bigger purpose than, than having hit songs. I think I'm here to spread joy and, and, and put smiles on people's faces. And so as I, as I move into this next decade, that is like the number one forefront thing in my mind is just how do I bring joy, uh, to as many people as I possibly can. There never was a plan B, right? Well, no, there, there really wasn't. Uh, but looking back at my life, I, I probably should have had a plan B, at least get a real estate license or something. Like I probably could have killed it for a couple of years. That's true. Well, listen, as you look forward to maybe crashing a little bit during the holidays, will you get to, like on Thanksgiving, will you be able to rest a little bit or will Lauren have you in the kitchen whipping up something good? <laughs> Lauren will have me doing something. That's for sure. Um, I, I love the, the, this season so much. I love. I mean, we have such a big family, you know, and so it'll be really nice to get to spend Thanksgiving with all my family and get to see some, you know, distant relatives. We don't see that often, but um, really looking forward to Christmas this year. Um, I feel like our kids are just at the best age in the world for Christmas, and and uh, it's just it's going to be a fun couple months. Yeah, I know. In the past, uh, let me get back to what Lauren mentioned earlier. Working with Katy Perry, I know in the past. When you were still in school, Blake Shelton once helped you with your homework, and now you are performing with Katy Perry. It, it yeah. kind of puts Blake in the backseat of memories, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, I I still can't believe that that collaboration happened. To be honest, and 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 getting to do that on the CMAs was extra special. And yeah, I, there, there's a lot of things that have happened in my career that I look back at and I'm like, how in the world did that even become a thing, you know? Uh, but I'm just kind of taking these moments as they come and trying to cherish them in the moment and, and uh, looking forward to seeing what the next decade has in store. You know, I, I mentioned uh, putting Blake in the backseat of memories. I think that's a country song. It might be. Yeah, you're welcome. Wait we a should, minute. We should write that. <laughs> Don't call it Blake in the backseat. That no, could be taken. No, just backseat of memories. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, no, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, I know. Uh, getting back to, to you and Katie, oh, my gosh. How do you describe – I describe it as magic, the two of you together and the way your voices blend. How does that feel singing with her? It, it was like, shockingly good. You know, I think anytime you do a collaboration with anybody, your first thought is – do our voices mesh well together? Mm-hmm. Is this going to sound good on a record? And and I knew that w- when I got the the final mix back, I was like, dang, this, I think this is going to work, you know? <laughs> and um, we got to do it one time on American Idol this year, uh, but doing it at the CMAs was like extra special. The fact that the CMAs allowed us to do that, props to Robert Deaton for, for giving us that slot. I, I just think it's cool when, when two worlds can collide and it feels organic that way. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes it can feel very forced, but... You know, getting to know Katie, she's a very, very down-to-earth human being, grew up in the South, grew up listening to country music, and so I don't think it was that far out of her wheelhouse to to do that song, first of all, and second of all, to do it in front of, you know, all of our Nashville peers, and so I was really proud of how that performance turned out, and just very grateful to the CMAs for letting us do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. she paid her dues here, (laughs) just like you have, just like you have. Um, So, this is such a personal song, Where We Started. Yeah. Uh, Is it... uh, is it difficult for you to sing on any level? Uh, vocally, absolutely. It is the hardest song in my catalog, I think. that I, Oh, really? I, that's probably why I was so nervous to take the stage at the CMAs. I was like, Lord, please help me 
helped me hit this note. And uh, somehow he did. So I appreciate Jesus being there and taking the wheel. And um, it was, uh, yeah, the song was really written. It was for my wife. You know, I mean, 10 years of marriage, four kids. You know, there's definitely some bumps in the road. But I think if you can look back, Katie described it well. She's like, it's like looking at your receipts of life. You know what I mean? And kind Mm. of being like, dang, we've come a long way. You know, there's, there's a lot to be grateful for. And, you know, on those days where you do feel down or like, brokenhearted you kind of look back and go think about where we began you know what i mean like none of us could have dreamed that we would be where we are today and it's it's really just a big song about gratitude of looking back in your past and being like dang we've overcome a lot of things and a lot of hurdles and and i feel like we're in a really healthy spot now so i I love the song and glad that i got to do it with katie and how much it resonated with her and just really proud of how it turned out yeah it was uh it was a great performance on the cma i I didn't see you uh but i heard you Um, (laughs) i don't remember any of it to be honest with you katie right (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. hey uh, okay uh Half of me with Riley Green, uh, and of course at the at the very end, I'm sure it's edited. Weren't you guys dog cussing each other toward the end there? I think Riley was wondering if his vocal sounded good, mm-hmm. and and we we just my producer Dan Huff just kept that part in there as a joke, and and the more I kept listening to it, I was like, why would we not keep that in there? This is amazing. Um, and so yeah, we kept it in there, and that's kind of been like one of the main questions I get is what is Riley saying at the end of that, and he's basically saying. Did that sound good, or is it just good because you're doing it with me? So I just I had to I had to keep that on there to keep him humble, you know. <laughs> I love that. Oh, okay. Let's talk about uh, getting together with some other guys here. Cole Swindell, Nate Smith, are going to join you on tour next yeah. year. Uh, let's go behind the scenes here. How does a tour like this come together? Uh, you obviously know these guys. Yeah. Do you the- do you make the invitation? Is it done all business wise behind the scenes? How does that come together? Well, by the grace of God, first of all, there there is no reason that Cole should come out with me next year. He should be doing his own thing. But I, I called him and literally begged him to come on the road with me. I was like, dude, because we only got to do 20 shows together in 2021, and it was literally the funnest tour I'd ever been a part of. And I was like, man, it'd be great to take this thing on the road for an entire year. And so I'm very grateful to Cole uh, for doing this year with me. And Nate Smith, man, I, I just I remember being at the beach and hearing whiskey on you over and over and over again in the truck. And I, I called some of my team and I was like, hey, who's this Nate Smith kid? And they're like, man, he's blowing up. If you want him on your tour, we should make the offer today. Wow. And that was literally in like July. So <laughs> wow, um, it's it's been a minute, but I'm so glad that he said yes. I'm so glad we have Nate for next year. I think next year's tour is going to be one that you don't want to miss. So what? And we've talked to him a few times. What was his reaction when he found out you made this invitation, he um he got my number from uh, my manager and he sent me a voice text. And I think when you hear his voice, you expect him to talk really deep. Like I think you expect him to talk like Chris Stapleton or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's got a little bit higher pitched of a voice. And I had no idea he was from California. And so I didn't answer the phone because it was like a a number from an area code that I didn't know. And then he immediately sent me a voice text and said, hey, this is Nate Smith. Just wanted to say how pumped I am to go on the road. Man, this is my first big tour, and I wouldn't want to do it with anybody else besides you. And that just made me feel really good and uh, looking forward to uh, to having Nate on the road with us next year. It's hard, it's hard to believe. You're kind of, when you think about it, you're now a leader in the business. You're helping all these young people come along oh, yeah. as you've been helped when you started you know, yeah, many years ago. For sure, man. I, I don't know if I can help Nate at all, uh, but, I, but I will give him a, a good crowd to sing in front of. That's for sure. Good. Well, hey, you have helped me for the holidays. May I say, I've got to compliment you on this Merry Christmas, y'all. You know, these songs have been around forever and ever, and you kind of wonder when you see a new Christmas album coming out, is it going to be, you know, kind of what we're used to? You have made this spectacular 
spectacular on so many levels. It, it, and some of the songs are produced in a way that they're kind of down home. And then several of them are, are they really are kind of epic, orchestral. Right. It looks like that you got to play in a great big musical toy box <laughs> with this EP. It was so fun. I mean, I, from the moment I knew we were going to do this, I was like, man, let's bring in the strings. Let's bring in the horns. Like, let's try to go as 1950s as we possibly can. Uh, that's just my, those are my favorite interpretations of those songs. Like Sinatra and Dean Martin and Bing Crosby. Like, those are the songs that I always go to during the holidays. And I was like, how do we recreate that with my spin on it? And Dan Huff and Jesse Frazier helped me, you know, with, with, the, with the talent we have in Nashville, do an amazing string section, horn section, and just wanted to make it feel timeless and classic and, and songs that people could kind of be like, man, this remind, this is like familiar, but I love hearing his voice on these. And so it was a lot, it was a lot of fun to do. If anybody gets a true feeling of Christmas, it has to be at you, at you at your house, because you have four kids, all single digits. And I'm sure when it comes to Christmas time, Santa just leaves gifts on the front porch and runs. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, have you seen Have you seen any new Christmas goodies that have caught your attention other than the Thomas Rhett CD? Like for myself or for my kids? Yeah, either one. Wait till you hear how Thomas Rhett answers that question after this. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey, everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Here's a clip from an upcoming episode featuring the weekly home checks, Keyshawn Lane, that you won't want to miss a common mistake that a lot of people do. They use fabric softener when it's not so great for your clothes. Should we never be using fabric softener? No, you should not ever be using fabric softener. It leaves a deposit on our clothes, which is also left in the machine. And it also makes the clothes highly flammable. Wait, what? (laughs) Yes. What you want to do instead is just use a quarter cup of vinegar. And that'll make them softer? That'll make them softer. And if you wanted some kind of scent, you can use essential oils. Wow, wow, wow. Catch new episodes of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult every other Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. It's the Breakfast Club, the world's most dangerous morning show. Hey! Angela Yee is kind of like the big sister that always pokes you in the forehead. That's not how it goes? That's not how anything goes. Yimby's really like a robot. One of the best DJs ever. Believe that. Charlamagne is the wild card. And I'm about to give somebody the credit they deserve for being stupid. I know, that's right. (laughs) What is wrong with you? (laughs) Listen to The Breakfast Club weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on 106.7 The Beat. Columbus is real hip-hop and R&B. Man, I'm not like a big physical gift person anymore. Like, my wife and I... I guess three or four years ago, decided not. I mean, I, was, I, I bought her jewelry, you know, for our ten year anniversary because that's what Etsy said to do. That's, and, that's, that's necessary. Good um, husband. Good husband. Yes. But we we spend we we spend money on experience now. Uh, so it's for Christmas. Like I usually will plan a two day trip for her and I, and she'll 
book us an experience somewhere in Nashville or out of town like that. That's kind of become our thing with each other. Um, and lately it's been like for our 10 year anniversary, she got me a trip to Jackson Hole. We're going to go to Jackson Hole next week and just spend a couple of days out there. But cool. we just love the mountains. We love to ski. We love to, to fish. We love to, We just love to be out west. So that's kind of become our gift to each other over the last few okay, years. Okay, well, that's fine. Let's talk Barbie. There you go. Let's what? talk it. <laughs> Barbie for the kids. No, no, no. What do they want? Have you have you uh, been listening to what they're chatting about? Um, I mean, my, honestly, I'm going to play the 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 husband card and just and say that my wife usually gets all the gifts for our kids for for Christmas because <laughs> okay, um, you know I, I'm not the best at like going to the store and picking that stuff out, much less ordering it. Um, but I, I try to get like my kids stuff that like. I would have liked as a kid, and maybe that's selfish. Uh, but like, I don't know. I might get my kids like a bow and arrow this year, or like a oh, like wow. a Red Rider BB gun or something. You know, like something classic, no, like a, no, like a no, little red wagon. No, no, no. Let Lauren do it. Okay, just, yeah, I'll let Lauren stay do away it. from him. Yeah, okay. And uh, <laughs> never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> I was taking a different direction. Well, listen, hey, Thomas, did I hear that you and Lauren got to go to Italy? We did. We were oh. there. We were there two weeks ago. Oh, that's, okay. That's my bucket list. Oh, it's the best. Me and Lauren have been a couple times, but you this have? time we got to go with a bunch of our friends who had never been before. So we kind of played tour guide a little bit. We were in Tuscany and Florence, and <gasps> and went to uh, the Amalfi Coast for a couple of days. It's just an awesome place to be. And tell me about the food. I have to know. It's the best. I mean, I don't know how you can eat pizza and drink wine all day and lose weight in the process. It's like. <laughs> I think America needs to fix our ingredients because I, it was, I mean, you could drink a bottle of wine and not, not even feel hungover the next day. It's unbelievable. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Where, not that it? you should this? drink a bottle of wine, but when you're in Italy, it, it's kind of like you can have a pass. So. Yeah, I do it all the time. So. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd be remiss if we didn't. How's your dad? He is, he's doing well. He's doing well. Just writing songs and, and, uh. Uh, you know, raising raising my little brother. Uh, it's, it's his two year old son. Uh, yes. It's it's been a it's been a wild wild little process, but it's it's been Aww. such a blast to get to watch him be dad and granddad at the same time. So, yeah, is he is he smacking you upside the head with new songs all the time or what? <laughs> We've written quite a bit this year, man. Uh, I think my dad is waiting strategically until I start cutting to send me anything. I think he's yeah. learned. <laughs> Over the years, like don't get don't get an don't get an artist way too excited when he's got six months before he goes in the studio. So, oh <laughs> okay. so he's got to play you like he plays everybody. Absolutely, else. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, I love, love it. it. Well, Thomas, look, you know, when you look back at the past ten years, how in the world do you even fathom all that has happened to you, career-wise and personally? I don't know. I. Honestly, I think so much of it is Jesus. Like, I think that if it weren't for him, I wouldn't be here. And and I think because I'm here, uh, there's still work to be done, you know. Yes. Um, and so that that's kind of been my new decade driving force. It's just kind of my dad told me the other day, he was like, you got to you got to reinvent your why. You know what I mean? He was like, it mm-hmm. can't be about just being on top. It can't be about just making money. Like, you, you got to reinvent why you're doing this, you know. And, and I do feel um, a call. Uh, and I don't know what it is. I'm still kind of figuring it out, but I do think I'm just supposed to be here to bring joy to people who are a little bit down. You know, I mean, I I look I look in the faces of the people that come to our shows, and I'm like, man, it is my job for 90 minutes to make sure that these people have the time of their lives, and and that's my new goal is just how to create an experience live that that people just leave I don't know better versions of themselves than when they came in. You so. may not know this, but the great Dolly Parton just recently said something to that effect. She said, "All of us who are in a position." 
to be able to create and to bring joy, this is the time in the world that we should be doing it. Oh, so absolutely. Congratulations yeah. to you. Amen, for that. Dolly. Yep. All right. Amen. And one closing question. I want to put you on the spot. What's the last thing you ordered at Amazon? Um, uh, a deer feeder. <laughs> okay. Yep, I put it in my front yard. Fill it, fill it full of corn. So I just, I love getting to watch giant bucks walk through my front yard. It's the best thing in the world. Oh man, you got a great life, Thomas Rat. Thank you so much for talking hey, to us today. Thank you, buddy. Hey, hey thank have a y'all. great holiday. Okay. Yeah, y'all too. I appreciate it very much. Okay. okay. Bye, y'all. Okay. So the man wants to put a deer feeder. Is that right? In his front yard. He already has, Charlie. Well, I'm surprised he didn't put it in the living room. You know, he's just one of those kind of guys. He just wants to take care of the critters. You know, certainly. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Man with a heart. Uh, he really is. So that is Thomas Rhett. Big plans for his family and for his career and especially for his fans that he loves so much. It's all coming up in 2023. So he has it covered and so do we. We always have your country covered. Listen to the Crook and Chase Countdown every weekend on hundreds of radio stations across America. Also streaming on iHeartRadio. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Crook and Chase. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. Hey everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Grown Up Stuff. Grown Up Stuff. Hey, it's Zuko and Kayla from The Wake Up Call. Enjoy your podcast, and when you're done, don't forget about us. We have a radio show. We try to bring a smile to your face every morning. We also talk to some of the hottest country stars of today, and we like to share some good news with That's What I Like. Because Lord knows that's hard to find. When you're done podcasting your podcast, listen to us at 92.3 WCOL. Set your preset on your radio right now, and don't forget you can listen to us online on the iHeartRadio app.